Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. To come out. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. 12, 13, 21. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday to mother. Hey. <laughs> we, uh, Angie did send out that all company little note to say happy birthday to you. And I got in there a couple times and was gonna, yeah. I tried to find happy birthday mother gifts you're lucky you didn't i know I, I, I didn't i didn't even post anything i thought you know what i'm gonna be a more mature person today and not do that did you see what they did though there's like a storyline going on with uh oh. gifts of rip i saw i saw the first couple of rip i didn't see that uh, i didn't <laughs> read through little, them yet there's a little storyline in there i don't know how they did that but i mean as far as they got lucky and found the ones that actually go together because i know they didn't take there's the probably a lot of rip rip there gifts are a ton but the words the words that were on them was what was funny it's uh, every once but, in a while sophia and i'll have a day where yeah. if we're going to text each other we can't text each other it's got to be all in gifts all gifts yeah communicate it's super fun yes it is so anyway so yeah so the the birthday week begins yeah so. Well, birthday week begins. That's right. I kind of started a couple days early, but oh, that's okay. And I wanted to, I wanted to choke one of our uh, social media girls, our one of our mm-hmm. social strategists <laughs> this morning. In um, our we have a little social media meeting, mm-hmm. and she we were talking. Everybody's recapping their weekend, blah blah blah. And the the major the theme this weekend was that a lot of people indulged in some cocktails. Some of us drank Isn't a little bit too much. Weekend? Pretty I'm much, sorry. but it's like you, we <laughs> never this really is an unusual. Event. We never really talk about it in that meeting. <laughs> and she said something about she drank too much or whatever, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm I was raging hangover the next day, and man, it just sucks being old." I'm like, dude, you are like 22. Well. Shut obviously not season because I don't get hangovers anymore. Oh, right, that's not that's not called season. That's called inexperienced. Uh, I don't uh, know. What is that? What would that be? That would be my my tolerance atrophy. My, I I have, I have a high tolerance. Is that what it is? That's what it is. I don't get hangovers. If I have anymore. a headache, it's it's it, yeah. That's because you hit that's your head. something else. Yeah, that's, that has nothing to do with the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so embarrassed. <laughs> We were we were at a wedding this weekend um, and drank a lot. Like uh-huh. I, but I, again, on Sunday, I and I don't drink very much. I didn't have a hangover like, on Sunday. I like that qualifiers. I did <laughs> well because I I don't I don't and I didn't have a hangover. Beth did. I don't remember. Like there were some things. Like Is I this don't, going back to the to the Christmas party of your yeah well not way, that bad way back I did not okay hashtag me to a plant okay yeah. <laughs> no yeah so I don't know we when I asked her when we got up in the morning yeah. like how did we because we yeah. didn't drive to the wedding yeah I'm um, like how did we get back yeah. to the hotel yeah. when when yeah Ooh. and then she reminded me and yeah. then I kind of remembered a little bit of it oh my god it was fun though oh my god that's awesome though so you had to travel somewhere to a hotel to stay uh we just downtown town Marriott oh, that's downtown cool. yeah which we had never we had, it was the new new one yes. whatever capital district so amazing that's awesome yeah it was beautiful I got to hear um a woman speak um talking about Omaha's history mm-hmm. uh just and fascinating crap. I mean, just some really. Omaha has such an interesting history, mm-hmm. and there's um. And I just found a book, "Wicked Dirty Town." I think it's called. It's about Omaha. Oh, really? That's uh, a cool name. And, and uh, 
it goes back like to, you know, there are stories that were written like in Kansas City when Kansas City thought they were something special. Mm-hmm. And, you know, basically if you want debauchery and, and blah, 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 go to Omaha because it's just a, you know, it's a pit. That's right. You know, it's like, I'm like, okay, fine, whatever, dude. That's right. <laughs> and, but uh, got to talking about some of the districts and some of the different, you know, uh, neighborhoods in Omaha. And it really, it's, it's, it's something. I mean, it's really fascinating. Some yeah. of the stuff that it's intense. It was, it, that was an, an interesting, so that was, that was my highbrow moment this Ooh, weekend. So I got everything there. else was downhill. Regular. Totally downhill. Regular shit. Regular. Regular. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that was a uh, feed my brain kind of thing. And it was yeah. just, it was fun um, hearing her talk. Cause she just like was one of those walking encyclopedias mm-hmm. and uh former reporter, but now retired and she's written all these books and stuff. And, and it was just fascinating listening to her talk about the the different neighborhoods and where they came from. And, yeah, that is awesome. Um, and how they came to be what they were. And, and, and hearing some of the names that I hadn't heard in a long time and then talking about the, you know, the people in Florence mm-hmm. and then the people at the Gold Coast area and then the people in the Blackstone area. You know, it's just like you start, you, you have that map in your head and like, oh my God, really? Omaha is pretty damn cool. Well, and then you, if you could go back 50 years and show the people that lived there then what these neighborhoods look like now. Yeah. Like, uh, Blackstone and Capital District and all that. I mean, it couldn't be more different. Yeah. And it stayed that the same for so long. You know, yeah. but then there's a lot downtown that's missing. Uh, and she made a point of saying something about that Omaha, and, and I, a lot of people feel the same way more, most recently about some things like, uh, say, Exarbon disappearing, which was mm-hmm. 25 years ago. But still, it's just the idea that Omaha seems to be a little too willing to get rid of old shit to build new shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Right? Seems and, like it. And there's some fantastic architecture and, and some amazing buildings and some structures that have disappeared. And I think there's a uh, Fred Astaire's house is the one that they're trying to save. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's in a and it's in a modest neighborhood. Um, but that's, that's why I think that came up in conversation because they were trying to make sure that it didn't go the way of so many other buildings. Yeah. And so many other... Um, you know, I mean, it's just little things like the Indian Hills Theater. Well, it's and probably it's um, because some a lot of the people that are fighting for them in city council or whatever don't really remember Fred Astaire that much. I mean, they it, they, it they could know, be, but they know read the, your history book. I mean, it's not right. That oh, hard. yeah. You know, it's like you know, we we know you know some of the other more you know like political um, Ford's house, right? You know, I mean, there's there's there are other houses like that that are in Omaha but for some reason that one fell into disrepair mm-hmm. and, and it kind of made me think of there's a house out by Ashland called the Beatison house which is out by Iron Horse part of that golf that golf area mm-hmm. and when I grew up the family still lived in the house and it was built like I think by the great grand grandfather and it was like this big stone square house beautiful um and it's just being it's it's allowing there whoever Iron Horse owns it, I guess. I don't know if they're just allowing it to die a slow, ugly death or what it is, but it's it's been vandalized and and it's it was such a proud, huge, beautiful. And actually, when we had and I can't say her name right now, but she did the books on the the stuff yeah. that's the lost and forgotten homes yep. and, and and barns and things like that. Um, and she has a great feature on that house as well. But and a lot of people read up on that. Uh, the Beatison house, if you get a chance. It's just it's just sad when you see things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just beautiful. But but yeah, the whole Omaha thing, kind of cool. It'd be cool if they had like, and maybe they do. I, I may, I haven't looked into this. Like a, either a driving tour, walking tour. They, I know they have a, um, there's a downtown, there's an old market walking tour because I narrated yeah, I it like, like 10 years ago. Yeah, so I'm and wondering so, like, yeah. In some of these other neighborhoods, they said that is. some of it you almost have to drive because the neighborhood's pretty big. Mm-hmm. But she talked about, you know, just walk physically walking and finding. Well, she found one of the markers. She found the marker 
she lives in the Exarban district, and she found the marker in the middle of a parking lot for the racehorse Omaha. What? Like, because it's in the, the middle of a par- it's in the middle of a parking lot now. It just says on the parking. Mm-hmm. Lot. What? Because, well, there's a rumor that Omaha was buried there. Yeah. Um, and that was originally in in the grandstand area, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember I, seeing it. So exactly, yeah. that's that's sad. And that's like a the rumor. Yeah, the rumor is that he's buried there, but in, and usually they don't, they didn't bury the whole horse. They would bury. It was like a symbolic. It was like the hooves and the heart or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but I don't think that actually happened. And that that marker used to be right outside the grandstand. It was like in that roundabout mm-hmm. area, and it was right in the middle. And so now apparently there's a marker that, that's still there. But it's in the middle of a parking lot, so which is random. So sad. Well, yeah, it's just so random. I, I do like when they take like the First National Bank building. Yeah, and you look inside the kind of the angled atrium area which and the old, uh, the big guy, the big building. Oh, downtown, the, downtown. Yeah, on the north side where you see that glass yeah. angled side. That the wall inside there is from the original building that was there. Mm. So if they, are, if, if if it is stuff that's going to be torn down or changed, incorporating some of the old. Uh, whatever architecture, some of the old structure into it because that looks really super cool. Well, the new and the old together, yeah. and then it makes people ask questions, right? Yeah. But like that marker in the middle of the parking lot, I think we could have done better. But um, I think that we could have done a lot then, better. And then like uh, the high V on Dodge Street or just north of Dodge, I'm coming. That says uh, not coming. Yeah, Cass. Cass that says you know, it's the Peony Park high V, and that's that's the only that's the only sign that Peony Park even existed in that area. It's the Peony Park high V. And to anybody w- it's with like, a, what does that mean with the <laughs> With a Snapchat account, Peony means something totally different. <laughs> you know, so people coming from out of town, they're like, what? We are woke. We are woke. We are Peony. <laughs> Peony, this is where you want to go. Peony Park. I guess I missed that, Fred. Yeah. Do I have to look this up on Urban Dictionary <laughs> or something? I don't know. That's just what you, that's what I would think if I wasn't from <laughs> Omaha. I would think, well, that's weird. I'm going there. Just right like now. We, just like coming to Omaha and you have well, you have Cumming Street. <laughs> like really? I mean I know I get it's the you last name. Look, it's a name. It's a name. Peony. But everybody that What does a peony mean on Snapchat? Oh, I don't know. I just said that. Peony's oh, okay. a pl- I know peony's a flower, but peony It says here a peony small, shy, clever individual with lots of common sense and way too many fun facts for one person to listen to. What? That's a, <laughs> a peony? peony? That's what it says on Urban Dictionary. Oh. That's not what I expected. <laughs> Easily lost in crowds. <laughs> okay. Being so... literally small, but has way too many fun facts for one person to listen to. I like that description. That's, That's funny. so random. Has anyone seen Peony? They just call her Peony because, I guess, she was whatever. I didn't. That's weird. Yeah. Urban Dictionary is weird, though. You never know what you're going to pull up on I... that. <laughs> And that'll be the name of this podcast. You never know what you're going to pull up on that. I'm going to, hold on, I got to write this down so I don't oh, forget it. I got it. That's all right. Okay. So I saw this weekend a post that made me stop in my tracks. I was yeah. like, oh my God, have I been doing this wrong all along? What? <laughs> Do you keep your ketchup in the fridge? Yes. Did you know you don't have to? No. I think that would and be fact, gross. It'll be fine without, you think about every restaurant you've ever been to. Right. When you said that, I started flashing Back to all the re- restaurants with ketchup on the table. Never even made that connection. Huh? If I get ketchup packs, I throw them in the door in the fridge. You would think if- you would need to keep it in the fridge because it's it's opened. It's tomato. Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently not tomato. <laughs> Apparently it doesn't need to be. You and that's something else. So, okay. So ketchup and mustard. They say you can keep them in the fridge, but you don't need to. Okay, I, it, I keep my mustard in the fridge too. I do too, but they said that you don't really don't need to. It'll be just fine if you don't. 
As a matter of fact, refrigerating it might make it taste a little weird. And another one that wow. came up, what was the other one that came up too that was like, um, and so I get to looking at the story behind it. Soy sauce. Oh, soy sauce. Yeah, I don't keep that in the fridge. I keep that in the fridge. I don't keep Worcestershire sauce in the fridge either. I keep that in the fridge. <laughs> That's maybe why I don't have any room in my fridge. <laughs> right, you keep everything in your fridge. I have a whole row of condiments <laughs> that apparently need to go in a cupboard somewhere. So the things that don't go in a fridge, and some of these are obvious. Avocados is one that they said. Okay. Um, I put them in when they, after I've cut them, though. Maybe once you expose them to air, you need to... Because they'll, they'll, they'll brown pretty quick, so maybe. Yeah. It says they, oh, that's it. Okay, so don't put them in the fridge if you're trying to ripen them. Okay, so okay. that slows down that. Okay. okay. Uh, garlic, olive oil, bananas, citrus fruit, tomatoes, and, unless they're cut. Pickles do not need to be refrigerated. That's disgusting. I would, I've never not had a pickle in the fridge. You've never had a pickle in the fridge? No, I've never not had oh, pickles okay, in good. the fridge. And I always buy the refrigerated pickles. <laughs> Uh, you know what I mean? They're, I mean, yeah, but okay, then that's a good question. Why do they ha- offer refrigerated and unrefrigerated right? pickles? There are some that are meant to be that way, and then there's room temperature pickles, like my neighbor's can pickles. That's the new name for <laughs> room temperature pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Go on with your story. I just don't want to forget. The, the other day, uh, the other day, one of the girls had brought in, she, they had canned pickles, uh-huh. and those are warm. They, they didn't come from the yeah, fridge. Yeah, that's true. No, you're right. Canned pickles. Yeah, you know, you're right. All right, moving on. Chocolate, nuts, bread, basil. Melons after they're cut, but not okay. before. Uh, aged cheese. I don't buy fancy cheese, apparently. <laughs> aged cheese to me gets thrown away after it expires. That's aged cheese. If you leave aged cheese in the fridge, it'll become hard as a rock. Um, I don't. I guess I don't get the fancy stuff. Spices, no. Chocolate hazelnut spread, so you Nutella fans. Yeah, I don't keep that in the fridge. That would be wrong. To yeah, put it it'd be too fridge. hard. It'll be too hard to spread. I used to keep uh, peanut butter in the fridge a long time ago, and then I somebody said something like, dude, that's not supposed to go in the fridge. Because my bread would always curl up. It'd tear the bread up. When I'd make a PB&J, it'd be like so hard to spread. Right. And so now it's, it's glorious. Oh, it is. It's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, soy sauce, we've talked about. Salad dressings. All fridge. So there are types of salad dressings that do need to go in the refrigerator after you open them. Like the creamy ones, Thousand Island or Ranch. Oil and vinegar-based salad dressings, though, do not need to be in the refrigerator after opening. It's interesting. Okay. So, well, I guess let's make sense. If vinegar and oil don't have to be, then the salad dressing right? wouldn't have to be. But I do have those salad dressings in the refrigerator, and I'm always, you so have to I. shake them up really yes. good because they're- All the time. <laughs> All the time. So, I, I've noticed on the back, and this isn't a new thing, but on some products that you open, mm-hmm. it says consume within seven days. After opening. After opening. Consume within seven days after opening. So, some, you know, and I know the expiration dates are one thing, but if it's something that is- exposed and it says consume within seven days would you follow that rule because i know you don't necessarily follow expiration dates i go with the smell rule i really do i stick with the smell rule i don't trust in the time of covid i don't trust my nose because you never know you never know i I buy consistency and smell so what it looks like when you pour it also matters yeah what about meat meat just smell 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 and uh, yeah looks can be deceiving okay you know. Yeah. And I mean, I get seven days. Like it's like salsa even, it says consume within seven days. Because it's, it's basically, it's vegetables that are cut up. And if you have a slice of a tomato sitting yeah. in the in the fridge and you have it there for over a week, it's going to be bad. So why my, wouldn't the same be? My salsa's never gone in a week. It's like, because yeah, I right. usually get the like econo size of some kind of picante. Yeah, the big picante. picante. So maybe salsa's different, but it does say on some of them, it says consume within seven days or yeah, seven or 10 days after opening. Hmm. 
And that's probably, though, if it says 7 to 10, it's probably closer to two weeks or yeah. longer because they know people are going to forget. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, and the last one's on here. Uh, jam. Fridge all, all day long. Yeah, it says. Wait, uh, you're right, though. The No need to put jam in the fridge after opening it. After opening, okay. The main reason for that, it said, is due to the sugar content. Sugar is a natural preservative, and it prevents it from spoiling. So you can keep it in the, in the pantry. Hmm. And it'd probably be easier to spread. Yeah. <laughs> Not so rippy. That's a bread rippy. Right? Yeah. Uh, corn. And it starts this with, since corn is a vegetable, it doesn't belong in your fridge. So vegetables don't belong in your fridge at all? I always put it in my fridge. Hmm. Like, If you store corn you in the cut. fridge, they said it's going to taste funny, and it may lose its natural sweetness. Refrigeration also dehydrates it, and it can become completely tasteless. See, so you do that, and then you think you have COVID. Right, yeah, like, oh, God. You the fridge too long. So are they talking, like, ears of corn? Because I never put ears of corn, like if I go and get it from a whatever roadside stand, yeah. I don't put that in the fridge. Mm. But if I have. But once you undress it, do you put it? <laughs> once I, Well, I usually, once I undress it, it's gone. <laughs> when the silk's gone. Yeah. Take off the silk, it's going to get cooked. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. These are just, uh, just some things to think about. But that might explain why I don't have any room in my fridge, because everything <laughs> is in my fridge. <laughs> everything. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I just throw it in the fridge. I know. I know. You just I'm, think it. You think it can't hurt. Like it, you don't have to, but it can't hurt, right? It can't it hurt. hurt. It's no. It's, I'd rather. Def, I'd rather do that default and lose a little sweetness in corn <laughs> than have something go bad and give me <laughs> diarrhea for two days. You know. There you go. Yeah. There and you go. on that note. Oh man, that was a that was a that was a good one. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Hope you had a good weekend as well. It's Pat and GT Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Production.